Welcome to the Once Upon an Island podcast. I am your host, Wesley. And of course, I am joined by my lovely co-host, Mary. And today we're talking about the final six of Survivor 45. Who's going to win? Who's going to lose? And do we even care? Who are we emotionally invested (laughs) anymore with Emily gone? Right. With Emily gone... I don't know. And Bruce gone. I mean, you're pretty invested in it. Yeah, but I knew Bruce wasn't winning. (laughs) I know. Uh, I mean, like, I I was hoping it would change. And he did get a redemption arc, but no, Bruce was winning. So today we're going to go through everyone alphabetically. We're going to rank them all. Uh, We're going to talk about, I mean, we got a really good idea, I feel like, at this point, who should be on track to win and who probably has no chance. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. With extra time this season, maybe maybe the, the things have changed. We won't really know until it ends. Right. We could be assuming a lot of things based on what we know from past seasons, but past seasons have not had 90 minute episodes. True. They could pull be pulling another Gabler on us. Right. Well, and since they got rid of the Matt chat theory, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they're just playing with us with all these editing hints that we've been seeing. Or yes. maybe they really are new editing hints. I don't know. The thing with the Matt chat is that it always lined up with the trajectory of a winner. So like the Matt chat was like, an early indication of who we should even be looking at. Mm-hmm. And by the time we got to, you know, final eight, like he was like, okay, well this line now, now that match, I really did indicate to me like who I should be paying attention to, but also like, okay, now I know for sure who's going to win. Right. So at this point it's like, okay, they did disrupt the match at, you know, the soft story theories in full effect. We got that by the way, Mary, I went on the edgic Reddit. People mm-hmm. were analyzing the edit. Even they noticed. The uh the name on the top of the screen oh, we'll yeah. talk about. Mm-hmm. Well, when, the when did they notice? Uh, it said four hours before the episode started, something like that. Oh, it was okay. like the day, same day. I had I, somebody commented the day before, so I this must be a very recent discovery. I mean, notice it's been there the whole time, though. Yeah, that, I want I want somebody to be like, yeah, I noticed on the very first yeah. day as soon as they dropped the trailer. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, somebody would notice like the very first day and then not say a word. But no, uh, the people who are like analyzing this thing are like, now we're looking everywhere, I guess. Mm-hmm. Just anything. So gotcha. That's funny. we're going to go through everybody alphabetically. Uh, we're going to rank them. There's a confessional chart in the top right hand corner that tells you how many confessionals each player has gotten in every episode. I do not make the chart. It comes from at just strategic on Twitter. That's why their handles on there. Somebody asked me if I could change it, Mary. I told them it's not even oh, mine. Yeah. That's why I leave their handle there. So they're credited and you can check them out. Also, somebody's asked, this may be the podcast they listen to, why we don't use the confessional tracker that has like the time of each confessional, how Mm -hmm. long each confessional lasts. It's because that one never gets uploaded to like Saturday or Friday. And we record this like Thursday morning. This is Thursday morning. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) it goes on Patreon after we're done on Thursday and then goes on YouTube on Friday morning. So yeah, a little too late. Why? Yeah, it's too late by that point. I do look at it. I think it's very interesting. It just doesn't come into play in our podcast because it comes out too late for our podcast. Right. But Mary, after sleeping on last night, mm-hmm. do you feel like your rankings have changed overall? Actually, no. Actually, no. Actually, no. Still feeling good about your one and two. That's all we talked about yesterday. Yes. Yeah, still feeling good about my one and two. All right. Okay. Crazily well, enough. I know. Crazily enough. Well, I feel like, you know, later, later in the game almost could be uninteresting in a way because it's like, you know, we're getting more locked into things. It's not as wildly different right. at the same time. I think we can talk more intelligently about why. Mm-hmm. Whereas when we're in like episode three, like <laughs> how, how much can we really intelligently talk about 
how somebody's gonna win the whole game i'm sorry i'm just imagining <laughs> like caveman talk like Emily, good. Will win. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that basically is last in episode two and three. Emily, like. <laughs> Bruce, no good. Bruce, bad. <laughs> Bruce, make angry. Bruce, make Katara angry. All right. Sorry, I brought it up. <laughs> Emily, make happy. All right. So let's do this thing. Our first player is Austin. Austin has zero votes against him. He has an idol that we know for a fact. Mm-hmm. Well, I say for a fact. We assume for a fact he's playing next week. At the rate yeah. we're going, he could be giving it to D and she could be playing. We it. knew. Yeah, you don't know anything for a fact. It should be played next week. It should be played next week. Austin isn't dumb and he's in kind of a tight spot right now. Uh-huh. So he should have no issues playing it for himself or for D next week. I would imagine. He has 51 confessionals on the season. 10 of those were last night. Wow. Uh, he has he's right in the middle of the pack, though, for number of confessionals. Believe it or not, he's not even at the top uh, for those left in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you feel about Austin? So Austin right now for me is number three. I think that if he makes it to the end, he has a really good chance of winning simply based on immunity wins. His power alliance, his strategy moves so far have all been pretty good. And he's a super likable guy. My biggest concern with Austin is that he's going to take D with him. And I think D overshadows him at the end. Um, And and he's been, at least in this last episode, playing more with his emotions than with his brain, with his logic at this point. So that's always a bit scary. I mean, you want to trust your gut and you want to obviously you have to have emotions when you're playing this game and you need to trust your emotions um, as you're playing but you can't just completely ignore logic. And so not saying he's completely ignoring logic. I'm just saying he's leaning a little bit too much on the emotional side for me to feel safe with him right now. But I mean, he's in a good spot. Like you said, he's got the idol. He still has at least three. I mean, Julie, I don't know. But him and D and Drew, I don't know. It's hard to tell where the Drew and Julie thing is going to pan out. But he's still, we assume, in the majority at this point. So it's not a bad spot for him to be in. And he's played smart so far. So there's no reason to see why he can't go through, especially if he wins immunities, because he has a tendency to be pretty good at all of the all of the challenges. I agree with most of what you're saying. I think Austin is that his last night. It kind of took a dip for me because of how much he gave into his feelings for D. Mm-hmm. This woman he's known for 20, 21 days now mm-hmm. has now. He's now just giving her information that you really shouldn't be. He's making he, he's making mistakes. He's not thinking as logically, which is great for D, but we're talking about Austin and right. it's not as good for Austin. Mm-hmm. Austin also is the only person here out of everyone we're talking about tonight who's missing a sob story. Mm. He hasn't had one yet, so he does have time. Of course, he can get one next week. It'd be weird if he got one in the finale, but he could get one next week. If he gets one in the finale, great. Because I think I truly I don't think he's giving up the idol to D for her to play. I think he's playing it. I don't think anybody's targeting D. It really sounded like it was Drew versus Julie next week. Yes. And I don't see why that would change. Mm-hmm. Even if somebody wins immunity, the other person has to be vulnerable. They got lucky this week that both of them had immunity in some sense because it was Drew versus Julie in a sense when Drew won individual immunity, but then Julie was you know right. Also say yeah. So next week, Drew versus Julie is going to be happening again. 2.0. So what I'm saying is I feel like Austin, but so could Austin play his idol for Drew instead. 
And then Austin gets hit. You know, I don't know. That's the thing. Austin, we like him. He's great. He's very chill. But like, is Austin the kind of guy who would make a blunder like that? Playing yeah. his out for somebody else and, get, and then he gets, then voted, he gets off. voted off. Oh, yeah. I can definitely see that. I can see him playing it for D and D voting him off. Like, I don't, you know, because you D, think D would do that. Yeah. D so far has been playing much more logically and strategically than with her emotions, even with Austin, I think. I mean, I, we'll talk about D when we get there. I'm just saying I can see D. Uh, I can see Austin definitely giving his idol to the wrong person because he feels safe and then it end up being the reason he goes home. Yeah. So because he is such a nice guy, I mean, it's hard not to like him. He, I, We didn't even see him ask Julie for the idol back ever. So and we're assuming he might have brought it up, but maybe he didn't. Maybe he's just like, eh, you know, Julie's in my alliance and I don't want to cause waves. So I'm not going to ask back. Like, that's just his mm-hmm. personality. He's just so chill about even stuff. in a million dollar game. He's not willing to change that. Right. Which means in real life, he's he'd be cool to hang out with. But in this game, this stuff could bite him in the butt. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You need a little bit more bite to your, you know, you can't just be bark. You got to have some bite and Austin's lacking any bite. <laughs> he doesn't have any bark either. He's yeah, just nice. I guess that's true. <laughs> his bark, I guess, is his <laughs> skill and challenges and his ability to make a good alliance. Jake, to me, is all bark, I guess. Because Jake doesn't have a bite, but that's not his fault. He wants to bite, but he, he doesn't can't. have any power. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Jake loves to bark. You know, he loves getting in, in, in tiffs with people. Yeah. Uh, but Austin, yeah, I, I just. I feel like Austin lacks that edge to win. But if he gets to final three, I guess my question is, who does he need to sit next to to win? Who is right. the ideal final three for him to win against? He has a couple of options. I mean, I think if he sits next to Jake, Katura, possibly Drew. Yeah, well, not possibly. Definitely Drew. Um, possibly Julie. But the way they talk about her, I guess not. Um, but yeah, definitely Drew, Julie and Katura, he could sit next to and win. He could... The thing with D is him and D's games have been like so similar this whole time that it it, it would come down to strictly how they present themselves in front of the jury on Final Tribal if he sits next to D. And the way the edit has been going, I don't know if he could out talk her. But like just in general, I'm thinking, yeah, Austin has a really good chance with pretty much everybody here. If it wasn't for... Some of the edit hints, I think I would say Austin has a really, really good shot at it, except for being too nice and playing with more of well, his heart. But being too nice could bite you in the butt at Final Tribal if people are looking for you to own your game. That's true. And he's just like being chill Austin. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He's like, give me the million dollars if you want, guys. That'd be cool. You know, though, but, but he really deserves it, too. <laughs> yeah, and probably. Like, Austin, <laughs> come on. Yeah. What happened to I? What happened to playing with the boys? Don't give it to D. Uh, yeah, so Austin, I feel good about it. I do think there are some people. I agree. Katura, Jake, and Drew, I feel like I he would be okay against the end. How does he get those three with him? How does Julian D go before, you know? Right. How does Julian D get knocked out? I mean, D has to get knocked out, not because of Austin. And it sounds like Julie as well. Like, Austin doesn't sound like he's interested mm-hmm. in knocking out either of those people. And those the two people... He probably needs to knock out to win this game. Right. Those are his obstacles right now. Yeah. But he doesn't see them as obstacles. So that's why he's he's still only number three for me. Like he is definitely could be a winner, but he is his own worst enemy right now. Strangely enough, he's also number three for me as well. What? I know. I always mean to ask when we when I do it with you to get Rebecca's rankings and when I do it with 
Rebecca to get your rankings. I never do. I should have got Rebecca's rankings because I wonder where she has them ranked. We'll find out next week. Next, find week, out next week, it'll be Mary, myself, and Rebecca. We'll all do one super podcast for the final five. Mm-hmm. We'll really get into it. Uh, so the, finally, we'll get everybody's rankings at once. We'll see where we're at. So Austin Freeze number three, he is missing that sob story though. Like we're being like for real. Like they would not leave that out for a winner. So next week, look out. Austin needs to get one. Yes. However, there's also seemingly a recent curse on these things, you know? Well, yeah, if you get one now, it's very likely you go home the next week. The next week. week. Apparently. Kendra, Bruce, I didn't think much about it was Kendra and Bruce, but with Emily, it's like, geez. Three and now Katura got one last week, so is she gone next week, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's possible, although that would be kind of a really easy vote. But whoever wants well, to win needs... Well, they a lot of easy votes, though. I know they have been. Whoever wants to win, though, needs to bring Katura and Jake to the end, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't know. I just, yeah, because I, yeah, I don't know. I don't see that happening. I though. don't see how, why, why Jake and Katura would be at the end. I can mm-hmm. see one of them making it. Sure. Specifically Jake with the mm-hmm. way he's been portrayed. Yeah. But I'm not sure how Jake and Katura get to the end at all. But I would say at the moment, Austin, if, if Austin, he can't, I don't know if he can do this. If he could, if he could drag Jake Katura to the end, he would have to flip to them though, like Drew did. Yeah. Drew sees it. Mm-hmm. Drew's got a lot of issues, but Drew sees it. He's like, if I can go to the end of these people, I might yeah. win. I'm not sure if he can win the way he's playing. We'll talk about him when we get to him alphabetically. But Austin is too loyal. I think Austin, yeah, I think I don't think Austin has it in him to do it, mm-hmm. unfortunately. So Austin is number three, and that's based solely on the fact that I think he's at Final Tribal. There's half the cast he could beat. Right. And that's why he's at number three, mm-hmm. not because. Yeah, right. <laughs> there's anything else really? Exactly. He needs a sob story though. If he doesn't get one next week, I'd be super, super worried. If Maybe your sob story is also dead. It, it never began <laughs> then because I just <laughs> that sob. was a realization I had this season. That's yeah, true. It is strictly a theory right now. It's not a law. <laughs> well, but it's been four seasons in a row, so it doesn't have as long of a history as the Matt chat, but it has some evidence, I guess. The sob stories, frankly, didn't start in Survivor. The way they've been doing them with the flashbacks and everything until mm-hmm. four seasons ago. True. So they're those long as they've been happening, they've been inconsistent. All right, let's move on to D. D has one vote against her, no advantages. She has forty-two confessionals. She got ten last night. She actually has the second least confessionals, believe it or not. Mm. It's it's crazy how Despite me saying who has the least, it's like, actually, I still, I feel like I really like, they're not invisible. Right. There's no purple Kelly from Survivor Nicaragua, you know, mm-hmm. or Heather from 41. Heather from 41 was getting like, I think like a confessional episode or less than a confessional episode, something ridiculous like that. Right. The 90 minutes does help, but I feel like also they've made a concentrated effort since 42 to make sure everyone gets some sort of content so we know that they exist. Mm-hmm. But D especially, uh, D's not in a bad spot. I'm sure those... Confessional, if we have the timer thing, I'm sure they're long or whatever. But all right. So D has no advantages and one vote against her. How do you feel about her? I feel pretty good about D. I mean, D is the only person we've talked about this that has like a dedicated to personal alliance. Like she has a dedicated alliance with Julie. Julie's not going to flip on her. And she has a dedicated alliance with Austin. Austin's not going to flip on her. Nobody else has that. Nobody else has like Austin, you could say, sure, he has D and Drew, but Drew's been shown to be kind of a little bit crazy now. He's flipping. He's trying to get stuff happening. He doesn't feel safe with the Reba before. So I don't think you could say that Austin's alliance with Drew is as tight as Drew and D. So D's, oh. D is like the only person with this really strong 
three person alliance. Wait, wait. You think Drew and D are tighter than Austin and D? Is that what you said? Or Austin and no, Drew? No, no. I said Austin and D are tighter than Austin and Drew. Oh, no. Agreed. Totally. Yeah. Sorry. I misheard you. Yeah. So, so D has the, the tightest three person alliance in the game. Julie and Austin ain't voting her Julie off. Julie and Austin are not voting her and off. That's half the cast. And that's half. Yeah, exactly. That's half of the group right now. So, like, she's almost guaranteed to make it farther than anybody else. The only way she goes out at this point, I feel like, is fire making. Yeah, she could go out fire, at fire making. I mean, she could go out in some crazy twist with idols and, you know, advantages play. Like, we, there's, it's always a possibility. Because if Jake wins final immunity, for example, mm-hmm. he would be willing to put D on fire. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. If Jake or Katura could make it far enough and they win final immunity, they would be willing to put D on fire. But basically all of Reba, I don't think even Drew would consider it at the moment. But we get to final four, and if it's like Drew, D, I don't know who else, but I feel like Drew might put D on fire, mm-hmm. seeing the threat that she is. Drew is definitely the lo- most logical person about some of the things, now that Emily's also gone. one of the most emotional. But he's also one of the most emotional, yeah. So it's not a, <laughs> not a great balance. But anyways, getting back to D. So her alliance is really strong right now. She's strong in the challenges. She's got Austin, who has been winning challenges, who probably won't vote her off. She's got Julie, whom every everybody loves and kind of listens to. She's nobody's. Her name's been brought up a few times, but there's never been a dedicated "Oh, let's get D out" movement. No, you know, never. Not not really. So while her name's been thrown out there a few times, she doesn't because she does, because she's been in part of the Reef War, which has been a power power alliance this whole game. Yes, you know that's been her biggest target even last night reba controlled who went even though all the votes were on julie really mm-hmm. reba had control of what was happening last night. right so i think she's in a really good spot in the game i mean julie's not mad at her austin's not mad at her i don't think drew even's drew's probably mad at her for spilling the beans but he's probably more mad at austin <laughs> nobody's mad enough at d to be rooting right to be like at ponderosa being like d sucks right nobody in the jury is probably too upset at her at this moment no. So and I think she's just she's got a big personality and very charismatic. And if she if she gets to the final three, which I think she will at could this point, clean sweep the jury. I don't know if she could clean sweep it, but she definitely could win. I mean, she definitely could she win seven to one. I've never seen that in the new era. <laughs> could this be a seven to one vote? What? What? That's never happened before. That's possible. <laughs> I mean, anything is possible. Yeah, especially seven to one votes. Those just ne- they never happen. I would love to see it. It's right. never happened. D- it hasn't been every single new era season, by the way. That's why I'm making that joke. Yes. For those who are Sarcasm. New. Sarcasm. Only every single new era season has been seven or seven to one. I think D started creeping up my radar quite a long time ago because of, I think you mentioned how many times we hear from her about random stuff like her toes or whatever. And we just Can't check it. Beat D's she toes. got her, her sob story kind of hammer fisted in. It seemed like. And so it's just, she's just been there the whole time and we make sure we know what's going on with D versus Julie, who seems to be like quiet the whole time. It's kind of emerged the last couple episodes, but not really like a main character like D has been. So, and then we talked about the name edit hint that we just recently. Oh yeah. Discovered. So let's talk about that. It's the perfect spot. Go tell everyone. I told them last night. You tell them today. So basically in the intro theme song, everyone's name is on the bottom of the screen except D's. D's is the only one that is on the top of the screen. And D is the last D is the last name that they show too. I'm not sure if that means anything. Here's the thing about the 17 names on the bottom and one at the top is that 
this is not something. Uh, so the edge community pointed out, they did this in 25 having everybody's names like on the bottom half and mm-hmm. Denise's was on the top half. Mm-hmm. But like, it's, that's why I say like, there's just like, it's not like the soft story thing. Like there's no consistency mm-hmm. with the, with the opening that, I mean, that is like one example, but like, I haven't gone through every intro to look at how many examples has there ever been an example where all the names are on the bottom half ones on top and that, that and that person, and that didn't person didn't win. Win, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I haven't gone through them all because I just found out about this the, like a couple days ago and somebody commented about it. Mm-hmm. So don't take this too strongly, but it, since it supports what we already think, you know, it's biased evidence, I guess it, it supports what we're we already like D's like super high yeah. on our list, if mm-hmm. not number one, then number two. And it's like, okay, well, this just kind of support, further supports that. It's like, all right, it's not really a hint in the sense of at the beginning of the season, I wouldn't have thought about it. Mm-hmm. If I knew about it, mm-hmm. I, I maybe, but like I wouldn't have thought too much about it. Right. It would have taken until D became an actual contender for me to consider it. It's not, it's not like a winner quote or anything like that. Mm-hmm. By the way, did, has D even had a winner quote this season? Emily had one. Now she's gone. I'm you know? positive D's had a winner quote. Yeah. But I can't tell you what it is. I couldn't tell you what it is either if she did. The winter quote thing has been a thing. It's just like you need consistency when you're looking at a theory, for example, to like, okay, does this hold water? Like, is there past evidence on it? And like the D D's name being at the top, there's like one example out of the first 38 seasons when they actually did the intros. And you know, that's not really. To me, it's just interesting because like, this is a conscious choice. Like why, why, why would you put D's name there? I mean, did the guy who was editing the intro have like crush on D and want to just like, no. or, you know, because, but like, it's like, well, you know, it many was a people close make a decision her. on these things. Exactly. I, that's guy. what I'm saying. Like, this is not just a, oh, some random kid put D's name up there. Like, it's not a mistake yeah. or something. You know what I mean? So it was a conscious choice to do. So why? And I think it's a perfect, like, subtle hint of who's going to win Especially this since season. We haven't had this thing in eight seasons now. Right. Yeah. Or seven seasons, however mm-hmm. long it's been. From 39 through 44, there was not an intro. It's, I, I think it's telling. I think it's telling, sure, yeah. but I, it, it just supports what we already think. It doesn't like mm-hmm. change anything. Like, for example, if Drew's name was at the top, I wouldn't be changing anything on it. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't like Foss's name was at the top instead of, instead of I, I, maybe a little bit, but like it wouldn't change mm-hmm. my rankings. Right. So it's just more supportive of what we already think. Right. But if it didn't support it, I would be like, okay, like it's just a thing. Like mm-hmm. I'm not. And then, but if that person wanted to win, we'd be like, well, I should have yeah. looked at it harder. Right. You know, but yeah, go back and watch the intro. If you haven't to anyone who's listening, obviously those who are watching without listening or subtitles. What are you doing? I said this a couple weeks ago. Like, what are you doing? Somebody you call say this often. I, do I, I say know. this all the time? Yeah. I, I'm like, I'm like the, the dad who just repeats his jokes. Okay, Bruce. Okay, Bruce. Yeah, that's what you should say to me anytime I start repeating jokes. Okay, Bruce. So D obviously is number one for me. I'm assuming oh, number, one number one for yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's been my top three since episode five when they did that sob story with her and Jake. Mm-hmm. Or I want to say episode five or six, one or the other. I went back and checked my rankings to see, like, where did I have these people who are not the end game? And D like was like middle of the pack for the first four, four or five episodes. And then after the sob story, and only her and Jake getting it. It was like, oh, I got to shoot them up, even though I really like Emily. Right. So I think they made top three starting with episode five or six. But yeah, Dee's been Dee's been hovering, waiting for waiting for her competition to go. And in this case, Emily's gone. Dee has to be number one. Yeah. 
I mean, she was number one for me last week, and I said I was 99% locked in. This week, I am locked in. D's winning. Mm-hmm. I wish I could have locked, like, locked in hardcore last week. Because I said by episode 10, I usually have a really good idea. With the exception of Gabler, apparently. Because I'm an idiot. <laughs> well, that <laughs> To be one, fair, there's a lot of distractions that yeah. season. Jesse and Carla, especially Jesse, is like, ugh. I was like, how does Jesse not win? Right, I <laughs> Apparently know. the answer was fire. Yep. Same with Carson, by the way. Carson 44. I know. If he had 3D printed a fire, that dude probably would have won 44. Maybe. I don't know if he beats Jam Jam, but it would have been good. It would have been good. Yeah, I agree. Him, Carolyn, and uh, Jam Jam in the final three. Who would have won? Not Carolyn, but because the way she went. But yeah, that's the thing. Like, so you like Jesse. Anyway, so. We're talking about 45. I know. I'm just saying <laughs> from 39 through now 45, if D wins, you, I mean, I don't, I think you've agreed with me going into the finale in all these seasons. Have you ever did, I mean, the exception Gabler, I don't know about the uh, other one. I feel like we've been on the same page for I the most part. I think so, for the most part, yeah. Yeah, so like our track record's pretty good, but it's like, it does take this long to figure it out because mm-hmm. it takes, you know, all this talking about it. D's number one. I think right. if D doesn't win, I mean, I will be shocked. I'll probably laugh my butt off if like anybody else gets their name revealed to be the winner at the end. It might hurt the season overall, though. In the, uh, like, 43, I feel like it made it better. Right. Because there was a lot of evidence. We just overlooked it, but if they have in this season, I'd be like, what? What? I think if my number two wins, I think it would be hilarious and awesome. See, but the evidence but, is there. Right. Yeah. But uh, I will not be surprised if D wins. And it won't, it won't like diminish the season if my number one or number two wins. If D or my number two wins. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about them. Right. So D for me's number one. She has a legit sob story. She got an episode five, I want to point out. Mm-hmm. Her and Jake got episode five, and it's like it was so out of left field too, because we didn't even think it was going to happen. They hadn't done one for four episodes, right? And then after theirs, they had they didn't do it again for like two or three. It was a few episodes after that. It was it was like they had the only sob stories for weeks, for weeks, and it's like what? And now everyone else is getting sob stories, getting voted off mm-hmm. one after another, and then other people get theirs in secret scenes. Mm-hmm. So why did Jake and D get the? Do they tie at the end? Is it a four four vote for them both, and they tie? You know, that would be interesting. That would be wild. Yeah. Anyways, D for me is number one. Uh, if she goes out next week, I m- blow my brains like what? So we'll see. It's not that it's, and that's never happened. I've never in any podcast ever put me at number one. Then they get voted off the very next week. Never, never, never. I can count maybe five to six to seven times this happened, but never. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, seriously, I can count how many. T- I mean, it's been many times where it's happened, actually. Like, this person's my number one. Next week, they're gone. Oh, thanks. That's true. It has. I was like very confused. I no, I'm being, being I'm, I, well, because it hasn't been since 43 since I've done that. But gotcha. Yeah, I'll put something number one. They're gone. They're gone. So. All right, let's move on to uh, what's new on Patreon, which, by the way, is free to sign up for. Thank you all for signing up. Uh, even the people who sign up for free, like you still get to see posts on there. Stuff that I don't post on YouTube uh, right now. I just posted the the the, uh, the survivor seasons that take a turn for the dark, which are those seasons that events happen. And those events, frankly, they tank the season. They ruin the whole season. They send the season on a downward trajectory. It was ment- kind of mentally taxing to like just make a video just on that stuff. So uh, it's not for the faint of heart. But also, if you've seen all seasons like it, it is, I guess you're fine because you've seen all this stuff. But if you haven't, you might be like, what? This happened. So and then I have another video on 
that will be on Patreon in the next few days about Russell versus Parvati versus Sandra, which I'm currently editing. I'm guessing it's going to be around an hour and a half. We'll see. It's all three of their stories, plus behind the scenes footage, Ponderosa's final words, you know, extended interviews, all the stuff to make one super cohesive tale. And if somebody watches the whole thing and still doesn't get why Sandra won, I'd be like, I don't tell you. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I put all the evidence there. Right. All right. People liked her. They voted for her. I don't what is, what is there to get. That's all you need. Yeah. Russell's an idiot and dragged her to the end thinking he could beat her when Parvati told him he couldn't. All right. I don't know what to tell you. Anyways, it's going to be a, a super good video. Uh, and that is not because I made it. Like if somebody else made this video, I'd be like, wow, that was really good. You know, there's some videos I make. I'm like, eh. There's some other videos where I'm like, man, if somebody else had made this. I would have loved it. All right. Our next player is Drew. Drew. Oh, Drew. Has Drew two confessionals against. Or, sorry, two, two votes against him. Yeah, two, two, two confessionals against him. No, <laughs> two votes against him. He also has 56 confessionals. The most of the season of the players remaining. He only has six less than Emily, by the way. Emily has the most as of right now. But I feel like by the time we reach the finale, obviously, somebody yeah. will have had to pass Emily. He has uh, 56 on the season. He is the most. Drew, at this point, is in a war with mm. Julie. He's created this war, but rightfully so, because he's worried that if he reaches the end, he ain't winning. Mm-hmm. He's not sitting on his hands. And I've said over and over, as a viewer, I love when players don't want to sit on their hands. Right. No, I... I I'm glad that Drew has been trying to make these moves. I mean, he really was the one that spearheaded the effort against Julie in this episode. I know a lot of it came from what Emily told him, I think, in previous episodes. Um, but at least he's trying. You know, he's not quite going about it in the best way that he could. No. But at least he's trying. And you're right. It does make for good TV. It's also really, it's something that he could, if he gets to the end, say, hey, I at least did this. You know, I at least tried. I didn't just sit on my hands. I didn't rely on my other three people in my four personal lines. And Jake might respect that because if, if Jake's on the jury, because Jake's doing the same thing. Right. I think there'll be plenty of people that would respect that because I, I think a lot of people don't like the re before already because they've been in control of the game. So somebody who's trying to kind of push back against the re before and take them down from the inside. Become I think the that people's be, champion. Yeah, exactly. Become the people's champion. So I think... If he handled it a little bit more smoothly, a little bit less aggressively, you know, this is the right move for him to do. Unfortunately, it just hasn't worked yet. Um, And I think, I mean, obviously last night or this week is because of Julie's idol, but it's it's just also the way he's... Which he didn't play quite as correct as he could have, knowing she had that idol. Right. That that was what I was going to say is like, that was kind of Drew's fault because he knew that she had the idol. He knew that she... She also knew that the votes were going to be on her. So he could have made the additional step of trying to split the votes or throw one vote against anybody else because he knew she was going to throw a vote against somebody um, just in order to make sure that what Julie wanted didn't happen. Anyways, it, it was just it's just with Drew. I like him like he's he's such a sweet guy and I feel bad for him as far as like all these insecurities trying to work through. And we've seen at least some growth for him, I think. Maybe not as much as, say, Emily or Bruce, mm-hmm. but like he really is just he's trying to get out of his shell and do what he can do to the best of his ability. But he's also very emotional. Yes. You cannot Which, argue this. There's a lot of emotions, especially next week in Survivor. If he's really angrily throwing the mm-hmm. pot. Uh, but I mean, even so for, so far, like we've seen moments where Drew's social game is just not good. Right. 
I mean, harkens all the way back to Brando when Brando's trying yeah. to, anytime somebody's trying to make an alliance with you, you just say yes. I don't know if that was the earliest example, but it's definitely the first time I think you and I were like, whoa, like, right. why would you not even listen to it? Mm hmm. And it's almost like Julie did the same thing this week. And right. I know we're not talking about Julie yet, but Julie did the same thing this week when she was talking to Drew. Mm -hmm. And Drew's like, do you want to do something crazy with your idol? And she didn't even want to hear out the idea. Mm -hmm. Hear out the idea, people. You know, make the other, like, what else are you doing on the island? Right. You've already heard everyone's stories, you know? Well, and to be fair, maybe again, we don't see every conversation that happens. Maybe Julie is used to Drew doing that with her. You oh. know, Julie throwing <laughs> something out and, and Drew just shutting it down. That's true. And so... You reap what you sow. I mean, you've got to be willing. We know in the past, Drew has been unwilling to listen to other plans or other ideas. So maybe this was just his comeback. I don't know. Like, yeah, we're, I, we're assuming a lot there. We are assuming a lot there. I'm assuming a lot. I think I don't think Drew sits next to anyone except maybe Katura. Drew needs all of Reba gone. Yeah, he needs all of her. He would need and there's only like three votes left mm -hmm. or no. Yeah, there's three votes left. Wait. There's we're at the final six. There's two votes left in a fire making. Right. He need, literally needs Reba to go one after another. Mm -hmm. And he can sit next to Jake, Jake Katura. and Katura. And even then, bet. I still think Jake might could beat him. Just Maybe. Simply based on the presentation at Final Tribal. I think Jake and, and storyline. Drew would both be very tenacious at Final Tribal. They would both be in different ways, though. Yes. And and so it'd it be fun to see both people being very tenacious trying to win. Yeah, it would be really fun. Yeah. Be, that would be a fun Final tribal. Mm -hmm. I, I would be completely down. And Katura would look like the logical choice and everybody Katura votes gets all the votes that she wins. Eh. Watch that. Like they're so tenacious, like they get like, You're a goon. <laughs> You're a mobster, you know, like they're fighting and then Katura's like, <laughs> Well, actually, guys, I have a secret reveal. I'm a lawyer. And everybody's like, What? <laughs> no, nobody'd be like, What? <laughs> that could happen in some alternate reality. I no, guess. that's not alternate reality. I'm saying Drew and Jake could talk their way out of a win. I could see it. They're both, they could both be overly aggressive of final tribal. It's not outside of the realm of possibility. No, you're, it's not. I, I guess it's more of the, I'm thinking like, how, would how, would, how yeah. are Drew, Jake and Katara getting to the final three is kind of Well, the, and the answer is removing Reba one at a time. Right. And I'm a little worried if, I mean, it, the thing is the evidence we haven't, we got to mention this. The evidence isn't there in terms of how the show has been edited to make that happen because I mean, I can't say that Drew could be in the final three. He just can't win. I guess the better way to put it because the secret scene was put in. Sorry, his sob story was put in a secret scene. Mm -hmm. You don't do that to the winner, right? <laughs> you don't do that to the winner. Katura also uploaded, and this is not the show's fault, a six minute video explaining why she's more than just hating Bruce. You don't do that if you're the winner. But she ended up beating Bruce. Why I'm not? Even more confused why she uploaded that video to, to TikTok and, or wherever. Why? Like you were well, going to win the battle anyways. Because I feel like she was upset about the flack that she's getting online yeah. oh. because that's all people know her for. Like I, I would be frustrated if I go on the show and like all I ever hear come out of my mouth is, oh, this other player sucks when. Stop saying those things. on 90% of the things I'm saying are not that. Yeah, but you're giving, you're talking about enough where they can make a whole thing out of it. That's the thing. You go on the show, just know that. That if you talk about anything more than once, that could be your thing. Yeah. You know? So you better be talk about trouble. more than once. Better be something you like. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. You want to talk about how much you hate somebody over and over because there is so much evidence. They're going to use it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a little conflict. They're going to use it. 
anyways, I want to point that out there. It's, it's hard though. I can't like sit here and say, I know how to avoid that. Cause what if you just actually just hate somebody on the Island? Right. You just gotta be ready. Prepare well, yourself. Yeah. You gotta be ready for anything. Prepare yourself for the that, edited show. That's the hard thing about the show. I mean, you're there 24 seven for mm-hmm. 26 days. Yeah. You probably and, say lots of things. And yeah, you're not going to get your full story. Told, no. So you're getting a two dimensional story at best told yeah. about you. You're not getting the full three dimensionals, four dimensional, however many dimensions are to you. So some pros of Drew are, I feel like we do know him. We, we do hear from him. Well, gosh, frequently. he has most professionals. I sure hope right. so. Yeah. And he's not, he's not necessarily in a bad spot until last this week's episode. You know, he was in this power alliance and he's trying to make moves, which is what you should be doing with what Emily should have done last week. But anyways, so like he has a few things going for him, but we really don't see him winning over jury at the end or even making it to the jury, which is why I think he's six. For well, both he's, of he, us. Ma- he makes it to the jury, but you mean make the final tribal. Yeah, sorry. Makes it to you the said final. You don't see him making the jury. I don't like, see what did him he do? convincing the jury and <laughs> even if he makes or making it to the final tribal. Mary's like, I see him getting ejected from the game and he doesn't <laughs> even make the jury. Whoa, Mary. <laughs> he's going to slap somebody in the face and get sent home. Yeah, that's what that was next week. Whoa. <laughs> All right, uh, Drew, though, where do you have him ranked at? Six. Drew, I've ranked at sixth as well. I did him at five. Not that it makes much of it. I think both five and six are dead in the water on winning. Mm-hmm. Drew reaches final tribal. I don't think he pulls out the votes. Right. And he needs the next Jake Turner. And I'm not sure how that three, as I said, all Reba needs to go in a row. And like, does anyone else see a Reba Pagonging happening? I don't. I don't see Reba going one after another yeah. and letting Drew get to the final four or final three. So. All right, our next player is Jake. Jake has seven votes against him. He also, believe it or not, does not have them. He has 41 confessionals. Wow. Oh, I said D had the second least. I was incorrect. Jake has the second least. Okay. Believe it or not. I say it's like every time. Like, how does Jake has so much screen time? But he has so much screen time outside of his confessionals as well. I, I think he got quite a few last night. He did get four. Oh, he got the least last night out hmm. of everybody. I felt like we heard maybe it was the length of them. Or this something. is why but, yeah. see, this is why the guys say, yeah, you guys need the length of the professionals. <laughs> and I say, well, if they put him out earlier, I would. But I understand right. it's a harder thing to do than just counting them. But yeah, Jake only got four last night, believe it or not. But Jake, I mean, Jake, despite the supposed lack of visibility professionals, is a main character on the show. Even though he even though he thinks he's a side character. Yeah, even though he thinks he's a tree. He's really not. I mean, he's a tree, I guess, in terms of how much power he's had in the post-merge. Mm-hmm. But as a character, as a player, I don't think he's a tree. I don't think he's a background tree. Right. What do you so, think about Jake? I like Jake. Okay, so here's my alternate reality of what might happen. How does Jake win? <laughs> well, first of all, Reba Four does have to go. So All four of them? Because that can't happen. No. Just Austin, D, and Julie. So... Jake somehow makes it to the final three with Drew and Katura, and he wins over the jury by saying, hey, I have had no alliances this whole time. I've been on the bottom. My alliance turned against me, but I keep slipping through the cracks somehow. I'm still here. I'm a likable guy. I live with my Nana and I need this million dollars to make a difference in the world as a lawyer or whatever. Like I can totally see him outshining Drew and Katura at the final tribal. And I think it would just be a really fun winner to have somebody who has just been on the bottom this whole time. He's kind of replaced Emily for me as as far as like the underdog winner. And 
I would love he's to like see him. He's the only get, underdog here. Yeah, he's the only underdog now left, basically. I mean, Katura. Technically, on paper, she's an underdog, but man, her's her story not anything like that. Right. She kind of made her own choices to get where mm-hmm. she was. She flipped on Bella way too early. Um, so, yeah, yeah, Jake's been backstabbed. He's been, you know, pushed down. Like, I would absolutely love to see him get to the end and win. So. He got a sob story in episode five. Right he has there with a sob C. story. We hear from him consistently. Mm-hmm. He tries to make moves. I mean, he's been trying over and over and over and over again to make moves and they never really work out for him but he is trying to play the game so hard um so it would require drew and and jake and katura to work together which we don't know if that would happen and also like there would have to be some element of luck in order to get that first if Reba. jake won every remaining immunity there's three of them mm-hmm. i think that would really help your case what you're saying for him sure to- because at the moment right now, I'm not sure how he convinced the jury, but if he goes on like a streak of immunity wins, the last three, mm-hmm. and he puts himself in fire, knocks out whoever he wants to knock out. D specifically right. would be the best one. Well, I think that this coming week, he's probably safe because of the war between Drew, Drew and Julie. Julie. Yeah. They're going to need, they're going to need uh, Jake's vote and sure. they're going to need vote. So I think he's safe for another week, but then yes, he would have to win immunity in order to get to the final. But like, well, how exciting would that be? Like, I would love that. If he won out the last three immunities, I'm saying, like, I think that would be huge for him. Mm-hmm. That would be that would be big. It wouldn't just be because with immunity, Jake would have some power in this game. Finally, mm-hmm. he can make some moves. And if those moves were to remove Reba after Reba after Reba, because he's not going after Katura, mm-hmm. that would be big for him. Right. And he wins final. He has to win. He has to be on fire, though. He can't he can't skip fire. Learn your lesson from Cassidy. I don't think he has to. No, put yourself. Stop it. Put yourself in fire. He does not have. (laughs) He's in no D position to be skipping fire. He needs to be in fire and he needs to knock out whatever Reba member. He doesn't want to take the final tribal with him at that point. He needs to knock out all of Reba. Mm -hmm. And as we said, maybe take Drew Austin to the end. I think Austin, as we said, Austin might be too chill at final tribal. and Jake's tenacious. Right. I in his position, I think he would know not to take Austin. Austin is such a big threat. Sure. But sure. But anyways, I, that's just like my fantasy of what I think would be fun to happen because I think it'd be more fun than D winning. But his, the edit backs up that, it, that he could pull something. Right. Off. And the edit does kind of like we've been seeing how he has just been this underdog the whole time. It just keeps slipping through. We have had, I wouldn't say maybe winner quotes from him, but we've definitely had like, I'm playing the game. I'm going to survive. Underdog I'm going to do this. Thing. Yeah. And lots of underdog quotes. So. I, that's what I would like to see. You can talk about all his cons, I guess, because I've talked a lot about his pros. Cons, yeah. Bru- I mean, he didn't make... F- it, Bruce should be a vote for him, and yet, at the same time, it's like he he burned Bruce on the way out the door. He's he's made a lot of mistakes, though. Like, we like the pauses, but the cons are... I mean, the cons are definitely there. He needs D to not be there, because D's presented as almost perfect in this game. Mm-hmm. He needs D not to be there. He needs Julie not to be there, apparently, because Emily's all like, I'm voting for Julie if she reaches the end. What? You know, Julie, I didn't realize the Mama Julie here was such a huge threat. I know they talked about last week, but it was like the first time we really heard about it. And here we are back to back weeks. Mama Julie. All right. I didn't realize she was such a threat. Don't take her to the end. So D and Julie cannot be there. Right. You say he won't take Austin. I believe you. You may not. He won't take Austin. I'm saying I think let's say it did happen. Somehow Austin was, you know. Cause he, cause he had to knock out D and fire instead of Austin. I don't know how that, ha- mm-hmm. you know, we get to final five and he's got, he can only knock out or final four. He can only knock out one of them. So I don't know. I think Jake going on an immediate run, he has that soft story in episode five. Like 
the, the edit would be enough where it'd be like he's a messy winner but he won and we've had messy winners in the past mm-hmm. it's not like we, we don't you know it's just d right now is being presented as this clean kind of boring tommy-esque winner that we got in 39 mm-hmm. but jake could be like a messy winner like ben from four from 35 yeah I'd be totally down for that. Messy winners are more fun to talk I, about. I love Ben. I know a lot of people Messy don't, winners upset the fan base, which is, <laughs> I always find funny. They, they cause some controversy. People are like, oh, can't believe this person won. I'm never watching the show again. It's exciting. the next season. Oh, so I'm rooting for. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I thought you were, were going to watch again. The only time I believe people is after 39 because of what happened that season that they stopped watching. Though the, I did have somebody say the other day, Mary, they stopped watching after Island of the Idols. And then they said, oh, and then I couldn't stand Winners at War. I'm like, didn't the, the sentence before you just said you stopped watching. Maybe right. they stopped watching for a bit. They just watching that season. Sure. But the way they said they stopped watching Survivor after that good. season. And I'm like, I had you watch Winners at War. Do you not know the chronological? All right. So anyways, uh, it's a little, a little mini rant. Jake, Jake, here's the thing. Jake is such a mess. But Jake, they had his backed up that he's important and that we should mm-hmm. be rooting for him. And he did get a stop for episode five. And he didn't give a vote off the next week. Like right. everyone else has been getting one. It wasn't put in a secret scene. It's possible that his, because that this prominent edit is because he makes it to final three or whatever. And just doesn't win. I get the that. Owen edit, yeah. right? The Owen edit, but I just, I'm hoping he wins. I also hope to Owen will win. But if Jake, if Jake wins instead of d that would be more exciting yeah that's why he is number two for me because that's what i want to happen but if d but at the moment if d wins it's like more proof that your social game is literally the most important thing in this game d is not one she won what one immunity Mm -hmm. but even then she wasn't going because her social game was so solid you know socially been dominating jake is socially a mess but he could pull out a win so it'd be more fun for tv we'll see Jake is a strong contender, though. I have Jake at number two. You have him where? Number two. Number two yeah. as well. Okay. Yeah, I slept on it. And I thought about it. I'm like, I cannot put Austin above Jake. I'm like, I just can't. If Austin had a sob story and he didn't give it off the next week, I could more strongly consider Austin, but he hasn't gotten it. Right. And that's an important thing, I think, at this point. So, all right. Our next player is Julie. Julie has nine votes against her. I mean, she did get what, seven last night, six last right. night. Right. She got. Six, last, Six night. last night. So she got nine. She has nine votes against her. She has the least confessionals at 35. She got seven last night. Julie, I feel like last week and this week has really picked up in the edit, mm-hmm. but that is not how winners usually go. They don't usually wait till the last three episodes right. to pick up their same with Katura, by the way. Mm-hmm. Katura all of a this week's getting, we're going to talk about her next. It's like, this is not usually what winners get. Winners have are more consistent throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Julie, for a long stretch of season, we're like, who's Julie again? Right. Like her confessionals were nothing. Right. Like who is, who is this person? Like what? So her secret scene or her uh, sob story was in a secret scene as well. Mm-hmm. What do you think about Julie? I mean, I like Julie. I, I feel like the content we've been getting from her the last couple of episodes is good content. I just think it's too little too late, you know, for her as far as her edit. Um, I don't think she, she just does random stuff. Like obviously this week, she used the idol to save herself. That's what she should have done. That's what she needed to do. But what was the random conversation with Jake and Emily? You know, like she felt safe this whole game and she's been riding the Rebefore Alliance is what it seems like. And then when she gets in trouble, she like makes a half-hearted effort to start something new and it doesn't work. And, and Drew's totally against her right now. Right. So right now, I mean, she's got D on her side. So she probably has Austin on her side as well. So as far as numbers, she's in a pretty good spot. Um, but 
And everyone keeps saying she's a threat because of her social game. We just haven't really seen the her social game. The show's not supported this. Right. So we know based on the edit that she's not going to win. Um, I, I really feel like she's just been hidden for too long in, to be a winner at this point. But I mean, I like her. She's a sweet. She is. Obviously, people like her. Um, every time she says something about how hard it was to vote people out, you know, we cut to the jury and their faces are kind of like, okay, oh, Mama J, it's okay. You know, kind of like agreeing with her, sympathizing a little bit. So, so it cannot be Drew and Julie at the end, though, because they're after each other. Right. So she has to win or he has to win this little tiff they got. Right. In my, again, in this fantasy world that I hope happens, I think next next week, D is going to realize that she can't take Julie or Drew probably. And she's going to start. Or Austin. <laughs> or Austin, right, <laughs> probably. And she's going to start taking people I mean, the logical, dis- get, put all those, slap them all in the jury. Right. And if you put them on the jury, they probably would vote for you because you're a Reba member. But well, and it depends on how they go out the door here. Mm-hmm. But I feel feel like she's done nothing wrong to anybody so far that we have seen. Julie. They're, uh, sorry, D. Oh, we're back to D. <laughs> I thought we were talking about. I thought we were talking about who's going to win. Julie ain't winning. Oh, we're talking about Julie. Julie isn't winning. <laughs> I know. Julie, but by we're the way, talking about Julie. Julie's ranked number five, but like she's not winning. Yeah, I thought we were talking about who's actually going to win. So like D needs to slap Julie on the jury. Julie's buttons go to the jury, but for Julie to win, I'm not sure what situation. How does she get to the end with Jake and Katura? And even then, does she beat Jake? Right. I don't know. Well, and that's what based Emily on the for. based on the edit, no. Um, but strictly based on like if I'm just imagining myself on the island and game gameplay happening, yeah, and you're not watching the show, and I'm not watching the show, right? I she has a kind of a good chance. I just feel like she's been writing too much on the read before coattails. To make a big move here. Like she wasn't willing to work with Drew about using her idol. That's fine. She approached Jake and Emily about a, a move way too late in the game. Like you have to at least have some sort of semblance of relationship with these people to work with them. So she relied too heavily on her alliance, I think, in order to make it any farther. So, I mean, yeah, I don't really see her doing well. But if for some crazy reason she makes it to the end, apparently a lot of people would vote for her, which is why she's above. Why she's number four for me? Because if she makes it to the end, she has like a chance. Yeah, that's why I moved her up above Drew because before she's below Drew. I have to say though, you're imagining yourself in the game playing it. You weren't imagining what you weren't watching the show. You're imagining yourself playing it. Uh-huh. How is Jeff in person? Is he is he cool? <laughs> yes, All Jeff right. in person. How is was cool. the Fijian pizza? Terrible. Okay, I just want. Whew, I'm glad I have this fake evidence to back up what people have been telling us. Yeah. All right, so Julie ain't winning the game. Straight up, just like Drew, they're not winning. Her and Drew cannot win. Like, if they win, blow up everything we know, you know, about how the show <laughs> is put together. But it's so weird that with 90 minute episodes of her and Drew both got their flashback emotional stories cut. Right. They had so much time. And I, by the way, I hope in 46, either A, everybody gets one, or B, nobody gets one. Straight up. Mm-hmm. I don't want, I don't want, I don't, I don't, I want. I want the theory to be blown up next season. I like when we have to figure it out every season, by the way, guys. I don't want every season us just to know. Right. It's fun to be surprised and to be wrong about stuff. why we do this podcast every week. We like trying to figure out like we're Sherlock Holmes, (laughs) but we're not. We're more like Watson. We're like, what are you talking about, Sherlock? Hey, Watson did a lot. Sherlock is the one editing the show and we're Watson. Right. I know Watson does a lot of work. We're not complete idiots. I'm just saying Sherlock, you know, took him three moves to figure it out. It's taken us like, you know, 15. Yeah. Yeah. 
We get we're going to get there eventually. OK. Mm. Eventually. Watson, I mean, I think we figured it out. By Watson now. never gets to Sherlock's level. I know. I mean, we'll figure it out. Oh. I'd say, yeah. yeah I'd by, say, by finale. We'll yeah, figure we're it out. currently watching the Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock series. So top of our mind. Anyways, Julie is not winning. Drew's not winning. Uh, Julie for me is number five. And you said for you, she's number four. She's number four. What? What? Can't believe you ever above somebody who actually has a chance of winning. Okay, well, <laughs> our next player is our last player is Katura. Mm-hmm. Where is Katura ranked below Julie for you? Yes. You are crazy. You're crazy. Katura has no votes against her, by the way. Katura and Austin at the moment technically both have a chance to play a perfect game. Believe it or not, technically. Because they don't have votes against. Because they don't have any votes yeah. against them. If they reach the end with no votes against them and they get all the jury votes, I don't know how. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how, but let's say that one of them does it. That's a perfect game. We have to fi- re- rethink everything we know. Katura, who, by the way, did you know she hates Bruce? She hates Bruce. I didn't do that. I don't think at all yesterday. I wow. Know. Yeah, I know. The restraint. The restraint. I know. 53 confessionals. She has the second most. She got nine last night. She has the second most. The those 53. Not all eight of them last night weren't about Bruce. Finally, awesome. Good. eight out of the nine, because I think only one was about Bruce. So, yeah, the very first one. Yeah. Very first one was about Bruce. So what do you think with Katura? I mean, apparently you don't think she's going to win. <laughs> I don't think she's going to win. No, because her whole edit this whole time has been how much she hates Bruce. Bruce. And then Bruce is gone and we're like, OK, we get a tiny bit of strategy from her. I mean, we've got like tiny bits of strategy from her before, but it's still mainly been about Bruce. So. I, for Katura, she ruined her game a long time ago when she flipped on Bello. I said it when she did it. This oh, I know. Good. When all, and Jake's like, just trust me. I think mm-hmm. we get Austin to flip. Yeah. So if you think about it, Katura is the reason we're here with these people right now. Yeah, Katura is a huge reason why Reba's in charge. Right. Huge reason. Right. And, and so that wasn't a good decision. I don't think anybody necessarily respects her game. She declared herself to be like a lone wolf way back episodes ago and so she's just kind of been floating around just been a number for people here and there when they need her so she doesn't have alliance she doesn't have any strong ties to anybody i don't think anybody on the jury is going to be like oh yeah katura played such an amazing game of of whatever yeah she's i'm not been sure who's along. respecting katura's game right so and even and even in the edit the edit doesn't respect her game because all we see is bruce, bruce. So that's why Who she's she hates so low on the list for me because i don't see her beating anyone. I don't see her sitting next to anyone. That's true. And getting any votes. Every scenario we're like, take Jake to her to the end. Because mm-hmm. we think Jake could be easily beaten, but we're like, we have a little hope for Jake. Right. He's kind but of a wild card. Katura is your goat. Yeah. Katura needs to be taken to the end. Yeah. Everybody needs to see that. Who, who's spending one of the next three votes on Katura? Right. I mean, frankly, just take her. Mm-hmm. You, just, you ain't, ain't going to lose her. She'll pull off her. I'm actually a lawyer. Everybody like, okay, cool. And that'll right. be about it. And she might tell a little bit more about her personal life and why she deserves the million dollars. Because she seems like she waited until day what? Like, what was it? 19 day 20, or day 21, 20 something like that. To finally open up about some of her personal life details. I'm like, sure, that's good. And I'm glad she did that. But people have to be wondering, OK, we've been on this beach. I don't even know who you are. And you haven't like felt like you could trust me enough to tell me who you are. Yeah. Yeah. So that that just means and she's just a reserved person there's nothing wrong with that but people don't connect to that as much yeah you have to be able to connect with people quickly and right away sure. in order to establish these relationships and she hasn't really been establishing relationships she's been like oh you know i hate bruce let's get at bruce yeah. and let's have you guys thought about, about getting our out bus. bruce you know he so, sucks yeah 
So it, I have very, like, I don't see any pass forward for Katura at all. No, Katura, even though I have her ranked at four, because technically she has a sob story. She has a sob story. It mm-hmm. wasn't cut from the show. It does make me worried that she'll just go next week. Like something really dumb happens. Somehow Drew nor Julie goes next week. Dude, if Katura goes next week, this game, come on. The, yeah, it's done. Like, bro. It's so predictable. I can't believe then. we wasted time voting off Katura for mm-hmm. a whole week. Yeah. But on the plus side of Katura is that she could go to the end. Like I said, be sitting next to like Drew and Jake. And Drew and Jake could be too aggressive. And they're like, you know, Katura seems like the logical, chill, yeah. you know. That's the only She path? hasn't burnt any bridges. I mean, sure, she burnt yeah. Bello. But in, at really, Bello burnt Bello. Yes. Bella had a chance to recover. Right. It wasn't completely her fault because she kept getting lied to and placed on the outside of yeah. the majority of the Bella lines. Like Emily knew more about stuff in Bella than than she did. It so, made sense why she did what she Caleb, did. Sorry. It made sense why yes. she did what she did. But at the same time, we're also like, it was a mistake. It was a mistake. But it was a mistake from our eagle eyed edit point of right. view where we could see what everyone's pretty much up to. Right. From her point of view, it made sense. So we're not like knocking Katura for making the choice in that sense. We are knocking in the sense that it also did. It. Thing is, Katura, we would see things throughout the season where it's like signs that even though they were trying to like paint Bruce in this bad light and they did that. Good job. Mm-hmm. Katura was being left out of things. Yes. That hunt for the idol is, mm-hmm. is the scene that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Katura's down the beach by herself and the other five people from Bellow. And Lu- or Lu- it was Caleb. They were on Lula at the time. Right. Caleb and the other Bellows were all together looking for an idol together. Like, mm-hmm. let's keep the secret from Katura. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't care how much you hate Bruce. How is If Katura's being left out, I think that's very open. Like, you, as you said, she maybe she's too reserved. People weren't connecting with her. Right. And so, yeah, again, like like I said, that's it's not completely Katura's fart, the fault <laughs> that she chose. It wasn't Katura's fart? <laughs> it wasn't completely Katura's fault. That we she need to chose. talk about his flatulence <laughs> later. All right, that, not on the podcast. Okay, that she ta- that she tried to go with Reba and you know backstabbed Bello because Bello kept her on the outs the whole time. It it just ended up not working out for her, um, and it ended it really did end up causing the Reba to control the game. But anyways, yeah, I also have I I have Julie Julie, I have Katura at number five because I just. The only, like I said, the only path I see is if she goes with Drew and Jake and like you said, they look like idiots in front yeah. of the jury and she stays competent. Yeah. But. Here's the thing. Guterk is, is the only person right now who I feel like it has the, has the, as the Gabler mm-hmm. in terms of like, we're still sitting here, even though acknowledging that Gabler happened, acknowledging it, saying Guterk can't win, right? Guterk right. ain't winning. She reached the end of the game. So we said about Gabler, right? You know, as we sat there and talked about how Jesse and Carla were, were our, our people to win. We're sitting here talking about D, what, and Jake, and maybe Austin winning. And maybe they all go. Or maybe they reach the end. Turns out the whole time people really like Katura the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A terrible edit to the season. It would Katura. be a bad edit. Like, what were they thinking? Focusing on Bruce and her focusing on Bruce mm-hmm. for like 10 episodes. But, right. But you never know what this game is. I mean, frankly, you don't. If there was, if it was super consistent every season, we wouldn't even be doing a podcast all about winter analysis. True. So, yeah, I like the unpredictability. I do too. Katura ranked for me number four. For you ranked number five. Yeah. Mary, a little after show talk. Okay. Rebecca and I always do an after show talk because there's a lot of things Rebecca and I needlessly talk about. Like Sherlock. Like Taylor Swift. And oh, yeah. Okay. Well, sorry. Not not Sherlock. Why I say Sherlock? It's you <laughs> and I. No. Uh, yeah. Taylor Swift. But last week we talked about Narnia. The Narnia show. Oh, cool. Well, because we're waiting on when the heck is it happening. 
with you, I want to ask Avatar The Last Airbender is coming out. Yes. The live action. Mm -hmm. And you're big. You've made me watch. I'm mostly through season three. I didn't make you watch. Well, you did say you would watch. Influenced me to watch Avatar. Yes. Um, I don't really like care. You're not into it. I'm not. I've tried watching the show. Okay. I'm halfway through season three. It's there's only three of them in total. And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's fine a show. it's a show i see why i see why people like it mm-hmm. but the live action you've seen the trailer you've seen the images what do you think about the live action it comes out in february i always have way low expectations for live action at a remakes and so i'm not like it does look good it, looks, it is netflix who's doing it right it looks much better than the other movie that shall not be named that was made for by Shyamalan. Right. Um, but I, like I just try to keep my expectations low so I'm not disappointed. Yeah. It, to me, the originals are always better. So why try and redo it? Like, why not just try and make something new with your millions? But I mean, it could be good. We'll this see. Is, this is a remake, though, I am on board with. It might make me more interested because part of my issue with animation is that it's hard for me to get emotionally invested in. And I can't get past it mentally is what I know are cart. I can't say cartoon, but cartoon characters. Like I know they're drawn characters, you mm-hmm. know, for some reason, seeing real people. And this is why movies heavily laced with CGI guy harder for me to be emotionally invested as well. Cause like, I know. Oh, so you don't like star Wars. I do like star Wars, but it's like <laughs> real people. They're not replacing them. I'm talking about movies where it's like, like Godzilla versus King Kong. Like I, like I, but I know they're both just computer generated, sure. you know? Like okay. it's the physical person that mm-hmm. I get inv- emotionally invested in. Okay. So Avatar live action might make me, if they do it right, might make me emotionally invested. And I'm like, whoa, that was really good. It's- and then I'll be invested in the characters. I'm not invested in the characters in the anime so far. And I know this is, I don't personal know if this is a hot probably. take. It's a personal problem. Sure. Yeah. So I think the remake of making an anime into live action, while it's hard to do, I haven't watched any of the other ones they've done, Netflix specifically. But I think it's an idea worth trying because it's not like you're remaking a live action with another live action. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not just redoing it again. You're trying. You are adapting into different format almost mm-hmm. from animation to a to a to a show. One of to my a live action show biggest worries, drawbacks, hindrances, whatever. It looks like this is going to be a very serious TV show. I like and take it way too serious. Like Avatar. Sure, has like serious themes. Let's Fire Nation's taking over the world, yeah. domination, you know. But it has a lot of goofy stuff too. It's so goofy. I mean, it's for kids. It was and on it's Nickelodeon. Goofy, you know, and it's just fun. So I hope they don't take away the fun aspects of but it looks like it's gonna be all serious. And I hate when they do that because it's just like, uh, this is this a kid's show about magic, a magical world. It could just be the trailer though. It could okay. The trailer's the trailer. No, you can tell by the costumes, the coloring, oh. the facial expressions. Like, yeah. it's so serious. Well, that hey, it would be different. It wouldn't just be a remake then. You're right. It would be It'd a different be adaptation. It's own thing. You know, Walking Dead was based off a graphic novel. 300 was based off a graphic novel. And I'm not saying those are obviously not the same as. But even those took liberties. Those are not the same as an anime is what I'm saying. Sure. But they took liberties with their stories to make. I mean, Walking Dead was good Make for a couple thing. seasons. Yeah. 300 was good. I'm sure it's different than, I don't know. I never read the graphic novel 300 to be fair, but I'm just saying like it's, if they can adapt it and do something different with it, but also like, you know, stay true to the source. Sure. Yeah. Aang cannot be all serious. Aang is naturally a goofball. Yeah. 
Aang, I think, will probably still have some goofiness. The main three but. cannot be all serious. Well, that's what I'm worried about. It's like Sokka looks so serious. Oh. And like Sokka is not a serious character. I don't know. It could just be a bad trailer. Marketing sometimes screws up things, Mary. Okay. I've seen a lot of things where marketing was terrible, but the thing was actually good. It's possible. Yeah. And uh, we'll see. We'll see. It comes out in February. We'll actually sign up for Netflix for once. We never signed up to <laughs> Netflix. Like, I haven't been signed up to Netflix for years. Because we got to catch up on Great British Baking Show as well. Yes. Yeah. I've already been ruined. No spoil. I, I'm hoping to forget. Stop bringing it up. I'm okay. hoping to forget who won. Yeah, they, we suck at spoiled by stupid Facebook post. I don't I don't want to know who won. There's no winner edit in Great British Great, no. Great, Great British Baking Show. So uh anything else you look forward to coming out that's coming out soon? Movie or TV show wise? Uh Percy Jackson series. Oh yeah. When when is that? I have no idea. It's on Disney Plus, I know that. I don't know when. Burner two just came out, by the way. It's a disappointment. <laughs> oh, I was looking forward to it as well. I don't know why. I really like the first one, so I know why. But I mean I don't know why I was expecting it to be good. It was a straight to Paramount Plus streaming movie. Never a good sign. Ugh, it was just low budget. It was how is it even more low budget in the first movie? First movie, it couldn't have had that much money in it in the first place. The second movie, it's like cheap, 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 cheap. Sequel that no one wanted. I wanted it. I just wanted it like 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we thank you all for listening. And next week. Uh we will be doing our regular Wednesday po- well, I say Wednesday because I'm supposed to record it. Our regular Wednesday podcast. And we'll be doing winter analysis with Rebecca as well. Mary, Rebecca, and myself. We'll see how that goes. All right. Bye. Bye.